It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sold in the Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew. We got Mo at the airport. Yo. Backyard airport. Whatever. Same thing there. The one and only. Moo Cow. Still bringing the bowl. <laughs> and uh, joining us this week, uh, Danny Vesquez from uh, Barcoa Cigar Company. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Baracoa, but it's fine. I got you. Sorry, I'm they, uh, red. You said the anglicized version. <laughs> <laughs> That's usual. I'm used to it. And uh, before we get started, man, uh, two quick things. Um, the packages you sent were ridiculous. Yeah, nice uh, package, man. Freaking awesome. You have a beautiful Thanks. package. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The wife, the wife sure thinks so. <laughs> um, yeah, the cigars you sent, man, autographed boxes, that's awesome. Um, yes, thank you very much. They were freaking really cool. awesome. It's super cool. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Oh, and, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. This is, this is really cool. And then uh, happy birthday from all of us, too, man. Today's your birthday. And, uh, uh, yes, sir. Taking time out of your birthday for uh, joining us. Yeah, it's cool. You know, it landed on a Thursday, so, you know, it's just a quick dinner tonight, whatever, but we'll we'll have some festivities this weekend. Nice. So, awesome. Yeah. Wait, but, this isn't the festivities? Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is the cherry on top, right? <laughs> yeah. In other words, Kyle, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know that, man. We know that. <laughs> oh, man. Who wants um, to get started, Mo? Well, yeah, let Let's uh yeah let's get started so so for, you know the way we're gonna take this Dan is um you know we'll start first we want to talk about save the leaf how that all worked out how it went what your thoughts were on on the you know the, the DC thing yep. um and then we'll have you talk a little bit about uh you know you had a booth at the show talk a little bit about that and then and then mixed in you know give us the history of you know uh, Baracoa and uh, the Voyage cigar and and how you came, uh, you know, I mean, La Aurora is a big ass factory. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So, you know, let us, you know, give us an idea of how you came in, you know, with La Aurora and, and kind of what you've done to get you to this point. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So, uh, um, yeah, let's start, with, let's start with the, uh, save the leaf, man. How did, yeah, how yeah. did it all go? And yeah. So, um, so, I mean, for anyone listening that, you know, doesn't know, we can kind of recap. Save the Leaf is just an organization mm-hmm. brought brought together by, you know, a few people in the industry, uh, no real big names uh, in the industry, but guys that are just work, working just as hard. Uh, started by a guy named Ryan Gallimore that owns a Swinger Cigar. Um, and uh, just, he was just an awesome, hardworking guy on, on all fronts. Um and what, it, what we were doing was an organization to raise awareness about the FDA uh, regulations that I'm sure most of you guys know uh, that happened August 8th. So um, we had a big uh, to-do uh, this August 6th, 7th, and 8th, uh, kind of two big herfs at a Marriott here in, in Maryland uh, that turned out really, really great. We had, we had a Saturday uh, August 6th was sponsored by Drew Estate and Caldwell Cigars, where they donated, uh, I think, total combined, like 1,500 cigars just to literally wow. just give it away. Awesome. Um, and then we had um, the CFO of uh, Cigars for Warriors, Jaime Gracia, uh, had a booth there. Uh, Glenn Loop, uh, executive director of the CRA, had they had their booth there as well. Um, and, you know, we just kind of hung out, had a big perf party uh 
couple hundred people, a few hundred people showed up the first night. Um, and, uh, I think it went, I think it went well. We had, we had a bunch of, uh, giveaways. We were selling raffle tickets. Um, and it was, and it was great. It was, it was really just that to kind of just get the party going to, to get ready for Monday. Um, and then Sunday, which was August 7th was sponsored by Gurkha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gurkha, Gurkha donated about a thousand, about a thousand cigars and a whole bunch of swag. I mean, it was backpacks. It was really cool. Gurkha knives, uh, some hats and posters. Um, and that went really well too. I think total we raised about, uh, and just in raffle tickets over the two days, about $2,000 in raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hit our goal, like $5,000, um, for, um, what do you call it? We don't like GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the, the, the two events went, went awesome. Um, had probably double the amount of people there on Sunday than we did Saturday. So it was, mm-hmm. it was really good. Awesome. Um, so the whole point of the money thing was one, this cost, it cost money. Um, the, we had permits for the capital. We had shirts printed off, which you had some sponsors on there, which was mm-hmm. great. Um, you know, just, but all the stuff just costs a lot of money. So all this, all that money did was go to, uh, you know, paying that, those expenses. And then any money that was left over got, was donated to the CRA for their lawsuit, you know, that they're doing with the IPCPR mm-hmm. and the CAA against the FDA. So, uh, mm-hmm. that's why it was really exciting to be able to get, you know, as much money as we could, uh, just to really be able to help those causes out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, any cigars that were left over were donated to Cigars for Warriors. Awesome. Uh, Very cool. So, yeah, all that was really neat. Now, come come Monday, there was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say about the same, about three to 400 people that showed up at the Capitol building, mm-hmm. um, which, I'm going to be honest, it's not the turnout that we expected, but I think for the resources that we had um, as these pretty much nobodies in the industry – I think it was. I think it was great turnout. We had people from California show up. We had people from Florida show up. Brian Glenn was there. Uh, uh, David Blanco was there. The guys from Moya Ruiz Cigars were there. Karen Berger showed up. Glenn Loop obviously was there as well. Uh, so we had you know a bunch of manufacturers, a bunch of guys that were just really passionate, uh, you know, about the industry showed up. And you know we we made a blip. We made a little bit of noise, and and uh, I think things really started started rolling like those last couple of weeks after IPCPR where, you know, we were able to hit these booths and get in front of, you know, people's faces and say, Hey, this is what we're trying to do. And like, Oh man, you know, I wish we would have known about it sooner. And this and that, like, man, you know, we've been trying to, we've been, we really only had three months yeah. from when mm-hmm. they, from when the FDA yeah. announced, uh, you know, the August date date that, you know, they're going forward with it to, to pull this off. So with guys with limited resources and a bunch and a handful of great, volunteers um i think we pulled off something really really good to the point where now we're getting people messaging us every day that they want to volunteer we have other manufacturers that want to get on board for what we're calling save the leaf Mm 2.0 and just kind of move forward and and still continue to make that noise in conjunction to the lawsuit against the fda so okay yeah i mean for for me it was it was it was a success and it was a great experience and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything it was great. That's awesome, man. Um, so when you say the go ahead two point does that mean there's another hearse coming or is that something else? Yeah, so like I mean we got reached out by a lot of people uh, from different states and 
uh, even even uh, the guys from the CRA were just like, you know, this is this is really interesting how people really wanted to really perked up. You know, it was tough because we were all the way on the East Coast. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just to get three or four guys from California, I thought was huge. Um, but I think that now if, if we were to do something, do something bigger, I think the turnout would be even bigger because we already kind of made that name. Mm-hmm. So, sure. um, and we've had people wanting to do this in different states. So, you know, could we raise awareness with Congress or congressmen that are in their home state or, you know, when, when, um, you know, and have these big hearths state by state just to be able to get that awareness up? Absolutely. Now, do we have the time for all that? That that's the mm. that's the tough part because yeah. you know there's, you know, Congress is coming back into session. You know, we don't know how this lawsuit is going to go, but our plan is to do whatever we can. So until until we're dead in the water where it's over or and or we have succeeded, you know, we'll we'll continue to try. So you know, 2.0 is still is still in the works. Um, obviously, you know, with us, you know, myself, Ryan Ryan Gallimore and uh, David Blanco, that was a real big part of it as well. You know, being in the industry and this August 8th day and post IPCPR and order fulfillment and, you know, manufacturing, you know, we're all pretty busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, but, you know, we're still moving forward and we, and we still have our plans going. So, uh, yeah, uh, another big herf is definitely, you know, on the radar and or multiple medium sized herfs. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, either way, it, I mean, it's, it's going to be great no matter how or where it ends up. That's awesome. Um, Cal, did you, you got something else there? Um, sure. I mean, I can <laughs> you, guys always seem, you guys always seem to have to wake day, him man. up. Wake, like on a, uh, wake up, boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying the cigar. Um, so I guess one question I have. <laughs> well, yeah. He's got the good internet. Moo cow. Somebody snipered his ass. <laughs> well, he's gone. No, oh, he's gone altogether. <laughs> oh, well, we lost. We lost Danny. Actually. Oh, and we Rich. lost Dan. Cow, you're still there. <laughs> no, we lost Cow too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let's. Uh, All right. There he is. I hey, don't know buddy. what happened. <laughs> oh, it's probably probably Rich. I'm back. Yeah, there you are, buddy. <laughs> this is why you this is why you smoke inside, not by the AC. I'm gonna have to yeah. send I'm gonna have to send him about a router. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need a GoFundMe for Kyle's internet connection. <laughs> um, well, uh, Rich will figure it out here in a minute. Um, Danny, um, was was this your first uh, show that you went to? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell us how that's that, kind uh, of fun. Yeah, that's kind it. of the funny thing because so I wasn't supposed to come out in at, at the show. Um, I was really just invited. You're talking um, about cigars, right there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we just right. we just hey, man. You know, make sure. No. Mo yeah. brings other people out at the show. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Trust me, we saw him. We just didn't. We didn't say anything to him. Uh, we, saw you, <laughs> we saw you at the round bar, bro. I'm not gonna, you know. But yeah. I'll save those pictures for another. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This. So this was my my first show, um, and I was just really supposed to be a spectator, to be honest, um, because my product wasn't, you know, was really set to release the week after, and mm-hmm. um, um, once I really got involved with Save the Leaf. Then, you know, Ryan was like, hey, you know, why, why don't you come come to, you know, you're coming to Vegas anyway. You want to work to save the Leaf booth. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, let, let's do it. I'm, I was really only there for a couple of days. I was there Monday and Tuesday. But, you know, I'm saying, hey, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Let's do it. So about a week, because this is the way Ryan thinks, <laughs> about a week before the show, he says, hey, if you're going to be here, if you can get product, why don't you just, you know, put up some product at the show? And I'm like, man, are you like, seriously? I'm like, he's like, yeah, absolutely. You've done so much work and this and that. So now I have like literally, this was the Monday before the show. I have four days to get, my product was still in DR at this point. So we're, <laughs> we're talking Monday, like four, four and a half days before the, before IPCPR. Um, and I got, I got to say, these guys came through and were able to ship me 10 boxes to my door um, that Friday. And then nice. from DR to my door in 10 days, or in four, four days, uh, was unbelievable and expensive, but it was, it was great. Um, <laughs> and, and I, you know, I had, I had to make a, vert- a vertical stand and, you know, uh, shelf talker, you know, it was just, I was like, either way, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make this happen. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, so that was very exciting. So, you know, I get there on Sunday, if you guys have been there on the Sunday where everyone's kind of just setting up and, um, uh, that was a really great experience for me just to be able to see, you know, that from that side of everything and how, how terrible everything looks before it's completely set up. Um, but just, you know, I got to meet a lot of the guys in the industry and, you know, with my Facebook and save the leaf, you know, AK presence, it was really funny to see people like know me and come up to me and say, Hey Danny. And I'm like, Oh, hey hell, how do you, you know, how do you know me? You know? Um, so that was really, really exciting for me. And, um, I'll tell you the coolest experience for me was um, I was doing like a Facebook live video walking around and I walked through the Caldwell booth and then uh, Robert Caldwell was there and he kind of gave me the heads up, but I just thought, you know, he was giving me the heads up like a, Hey, you know, whatever, this is a random guy walking through my booth, whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I, but I come back around cause you know, I'm like, I really want to, you know, say what's up, you know, doubt he ever remembers me from any event, whatever. And he's like, Hey man, how's it going? He, you know, like shook my hand, gave me a hug. He's like, where's my, where's my, where's my sample? Give me my, where's the voyage? I want it. I want it right now. So it was just a really neat that, you know, he kind of just remembered that. And then, uh, we traded, uh, he gave me a midnight express Lancero, uh, which he wasn't really giving to anybody. And it was funny. I was telling some people about it. I didn't get an all out Kings or anything, but, um, (laughs) but you know, that, that, that was a really neat experience there. So, but then to like, to actually set up the show and now we're on Monday and, you know, you have people coming by, you know, Monday is really the big boy days, you know, like general cigar, Drew Estate obviously kills it every day. Um, you know, everyone's looking for Skip Martin and, you know, the, the Fuente boost, the Perdomo's, you know, the Patel, Rocky Patel always has a big, huge party wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still able to pick up like three accounts on my first day. Awesome. And awesome, for me, yeah, for me, that's a nobody. I wasn't even supposed to be there and uh and honestly i was there for free that was that was just like i was on the other i was like i was ready to pack up i'm like man this is great <laughs> so um 
So, you know, that, that was great. And I, I owe Ryan, you know, a lot of credit and, and David Blanco too, because he was, they kind of split the booth and Ryan, you know, David was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't care. You, you know, you're doing a lot for us. So, um, that was cool, man. But that, and then, you know, me, guy, getting to meet Mo at, at the show, that was probably the highlight of it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, I saw, I saw a little, uh, bulge in your growing in your pants, but I'll tell you yeah. that man, when, when I fucking met Ryan Gallimore, I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm like looking up and I'm like, there's like clouds <laughs> just above his head. I'm like, just, geez, this yeah. guy, dude, that dude is tall. Wow. Yeah. He's like a real pasty, uh, <laughs> Shrek. He's, just, <laughs> he's enormous. He's, dude, I'm telling you guys, this dude is huge. I'm just like, wow, that's a big dude. But, uh, yeah. man, yeah, I, you know, when I saw you, I was, I was, you know, it's kind of, you know, listen, man, we always, we always root for the guy, you know, like your, your story is just so cool. You know what I mean? And, and I'd really like to learn. And, and I think what we want to know too, is how did you even get to that point? How did, like, where did the voyage start? Like I, and I read a right. story on, I don't remember if it was cigar authority. It might've been cigar authority maybe, or something like that about how you got the name. So I get that. But how did this all come together even, like, and you could talk about that, I'm not saying, but, no, I, I mean, like, what made you say, okay, were you, were you in the industry before, did you, were you a rep, did you work at a shop, what, like, how did you even, like, all right, dude, I'm just going to make my own cigar. <laughs> I'm gonna, Yeah, so this story, it's funny, man, and, and I'm all about, um, I'm all about just candid and the truth and everything, right, so I'm going to, I'm really going to piss a lot of people off here, but I was just <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, I was. Yeah, we're, like we're good your, at that. Don't feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> I was just really your everyday, you know, everyday cigar smoker. That um, I, I've always had kind of like this entrepreneurial spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sitting in a lounge one day with my buddy, and I was just like, "Man, I could do this," you know. And it was it almost started out as like a dare between him and I. Mm-hmm. And um, and then and at first, you know, we started looking at, you know, starting a lounge and, you know, what, is, what does it cost to start a lounge and what does it take and, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of knew, well, I kind of knew the, there's, if you've ever been in a, in a area, and I don't, I don't know your guys area very well, but where there's a lot of cigar lounges mm-hmm. and, in, mm-hmm. and in Maryland and in Maryland, there's a ton, it's a very political game. Like mm-hmm. people can get blacklisted just for trying to start a lounge, right? So when we're talking about this, I say, you know, that would be cool to have a shop, but it's not, it's almost, it, that wasn't my calling. Like it wasn't a passion for me. I was right. just like, uh, yeah, I get it. But you know, it's not, I don't know. So pretty quickly I was like, I know a guy, you know, like, let me make some call. Let me, let me just do some more digging. And, and, um, and I want to come out with my own brand and I want to come out with my own blend and I want to, I, and I just want to do it. And I, and at first it was just like, all right, let, let's see what this takes. And, Let's see what we could do. And fairly quickly, I realized it's a lot harder than you, you would think. <laughs> so, Hell yeah. So, so for a lot of people out there that like, you know, for your millions of listeners, if you, if you wanted. <laughs> All right, Dwayne Johnson. Thanks. <laughs> if you wanted your own, if you wanted a cigar with your band on it, you could have it tomorrow. If you had. Right. You know, you got your minimums, like let's say you find a minimum of two thousand and they sell them for to you for a dollar, two dollars a piece, whatever, and you got your bands, you could literally have your own cigar tomorrow and slap bands on it and sell it. Mm-hmm. And I got it I gotta admit at the beginning, I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. You know, but I'm like, ah, I wouldn't buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well wait, but before before you go on, give us a taste of what your typical what you typically smoked before right. you know what I mean? Like, okay, so 
what were you smoking most of the time when you decided to do this? Like, what so, do you normally smoke besides your own shit? Right. So I'm I'm a bougie smoker, and I, I get it all the time. <laughs> I get it. I, yeah, 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 whatever. So I like to try all the cool. I like to try all the cool new shit, right? I love I love Room One Hundred and One. I love the Caldwell stuff. You know, there's a, okay. of course the the DE stuff, tatuaje mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. even um, like the newer tatuaje stuff. Um, but for the, the most part, if I'm going in, chances are it's going to be an Opus, it's going to be a Padron, <laughs> it's going to be you know, and and it's just it's just because I know I just know what I'm getting. And but then like the forty five the forty fifth anniversary stuff is just. I just love um, uh, Opus X. I really like I, the the um, what's that? The Lost City. The, yeah. like, no, I think it's probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my favorite. That's my favorite Opus. Yes. Not even close. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree, hundred so, uh, percent. Yeah. So, you know, you got your. That was kind of like okay. Well, I like Padron, and that's Nicaraguan. I love uh, Opus, but that's Dominican. It's like you know, what do I do? So. Yeah, those were my kind of everyday smokes. I, you know, I do a Camacho here and there, um, which is funny Honduran. Like I couldn't just pick a country, but um, uh, so yeah, I was, of course, you know, the mecca right now is is Nicaragua. Which you know, depending on who you ask, Dominican makes more cigars and Nic- Nicaragua makes more cigars. You know, there's there's that battle. Mm-hmm. Um, They're both so awesome. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, it all depends no, right. on the, yeah, the, the tobacco yeah. that you're using. You know, so right. um, don't say that to Jonathan Drew. He'll he'll yeah he'll get on you about it. But um, <laughs> I I try I I tried to get into Nicaragua and um, I I ran into a few stops. You know, just because like ah oh, dude, you know you're nobody. Yeah, yeah, we can. And it was a lot of that. Like yeah, yeah, we we, we can get you a cigar here. Like here's a cigar. Tell me if you like. If you like it, we'll send you. You know this, and I'm like, ah, dude, that's not really what I'm looking for. You know, it's like right, I, right. I, I get, and man, I, let's tell you what, it would have been a lot cheaper, a lot faster, mm-hmm. and I would have started a long time ago. But then I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have something I was proud of. You know? Yeah, bro, you want a hooker? You want an escort? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends, you know it's what you know what the occasion is. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, high quality shit around here. Yeah. So I, I got to, I got to put, you know, I got to put a little bit of luck on my side with this, but you know, this was, I, and I'm talking to you, we're probably, I'm probably about a year into the whole thing mm-hmm. and, um, I'm getting, um, I'm getting nowhere fast and you guys don't know, but I had some health issues last year, which really slowed down a lot of stuff. Okay. But I cold call La Aurora, like literally just say, let me put on my best Dominican accent. <laughs> and call. So the lady picks up the phone, you know, and this is all in Spanish. But I'm like, hey, you know, um, I'm an owner of a cigar company and I'm, you know, wanting to blend my own cigar and, and I just want to speak to, you know, the department in charge of that. And the lady's literally, I am not joking, says, uh, well, let me see if Manuel is here. And I'm oh, like, sure. all right. I'm like, all right, well, who's Manuel? Like, you know, like, Manuel, is he, like, cleaning the bathroom right now? And you just don't want him to put me through. And um, I said, okay. So I talked to him, and uh, it, it didn't click right away. But I'm talking to Manuel Inoa, mm-hmm. their master blender that ended up being, like, 
Dominican Cigar Person of the Year 2015. <laughs> so, like, I can, like, is an awesome guy. He's, a, he's just a very loving person, so I'm sure she's fine. But any other company, that lady's fired. You know, just yeah, like, yeah. like, hey, I'm having, I'm having trouble with my outlook. Like, yeah, let me see if Mr. Gates is here. Like, hang on. <laughs> let, me, let me pass you over. Um, so him and I kind of, like, really hit it off on the phone. And it just happened to be fate. He was going to be in D.C. like two or three weeks later. Mm-hmm. So um, <coughs> I, I met him at his event and him and I just kind of went back and forth for a while. You know, what am I looking to do? What, you know, really, what is it? And he he almost like I, w- I was kind of expecting him to talk me out of it, maybe um, for whatever reason. I'm just always kind of just watching how people say things. Sure. Uh, but he was very he was very encouraging and we was like danny whatever you want to do you know let's let's do it that's awesome. so yeah so him and i it was funny him and i you know we're we're doing blends and back and forth and the voyage the voyage well one the voyage wasn't called the voyage originally but it was actually going to be a habano wrapper okay and um for whatever reason i didn't i didn't really like it it wasn't really what i was going for if you guys have smoked the voyage or are going to that corojo gives off a little bit of sweetness and so I'm smoking it right now, actually. Oh, oh, cool. Cow, are and you smoking it? Me too. Yeah. Yes, sir. I smoked it last night. You didn't smoke shit last night. I, did. <laughs> shit up. I smoked it last night. S- Ladies, go ahead. That's good. Go man. Ahead, Dan. This is actually my second time because I smoked it at the show. Oh, that's right. Uh, when you when you gave it to me, and then uh, this thing's good, man. Not gonna lie to you. Well, it is. Thank you. That's yeah. So when I explained that to him, I said, you know, I want to hit a little more cocoa. I want to, I just want like a hint of that sweetness. He suggested, all right, well, let's let's go over to Corojo and let's let's mm-hmm. do it and let's get some really let's get some aged Corojo. Um, so uh, that was kind of it. We did it. We made a bunch of samples, smoked it right away, let it sit uh, like six months, smoked it again, uh, let it sit again, smoked it again, and then. That was it. I mean, once I was set on that, then it was just now. Now we moved on to packaging and 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 all that. So, um, and then the rest is about to be history. We'll see. How awesome, uh, man! <laughs> about about how long from start to release were you in? How, how much time? Uh, from like when I decided to make a company. Yes. So it's actually we're actually like two year anniversary from like when I got my LLC. Okay. But so I think I was probably like six months before I took it that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess actually trying, um, but it was, you know, so yeah, it took that long to just come out with one decent cigar that honestly, I think, I think, I think in six months, I think in four to six months, that cigar is going to be phenomenal. Yes. Um, I, I, I gotta be, I gotta be honest, like today, like this weekend, uh, September 3rd was actually going to be my original launch date just cause my birthday was today and all that. Now, again, FDA changed all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the cigar is smoking great. Now you guys should have some razor burn lines and, um, a razor line burns, whatever it is. And, uh, and does that hurt usually? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mo, that's right something. At the wrist. That's right something. At the wrist. You gotta go. Yeah, hand to elbow. So, but uh, but I I definitely think I definitely think and you know 
it's going to be phenomenal just because I think the flavors are all there. The profiles there, the construction is there. Hopefully you guys aren't having any construction issues. Um, and, and, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, the next, you know, how this evolves for me in the next year, you know, 12 yeah. months. It's gonna I, be great. I will, I will tell you, Dan, um, it is, uh, you know, it's one thing you want to, and this is like what we told like Serena, are you familiar with Sereno cigars? Did you see them at the show? Uh, no, but I, I was everywhere at the show. Yeah. So too. very good people. They're out of La Corona factory in Esteli. Uh, who makes like HR and stuff. And I told him the same right. thing I'm going to tell you. You know, the cigar is awesome to begin with, but what makes it even cooler is guys like you. You know, we, we want to support guys like you. You know what I mean? And and so, man, um, this is great. This cigar is very enjoyable. It really is. And uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I'm, not, and I'm not just stroking you off either. I mean, this is legit a good cigar. <laughs> well, I mean, that's always an option too, so. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, but whatever. <laughs> For sure is with Mo. We'll talk offline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, right. No, I agree, man. Is that, uh, yeah, is that, is that Kushkoff? Yeah. You can hear me. Good. Um, but yeah, dude, this, this cigar is doing awesome. It's the construction's right on. You're right about the razor burn line. It's holding ash. It's got some good creaminess to it. It's got that sweetness you were talking about. You're right about the cocoa. It's got some pepper in it, man. I'm liking this thing. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. That, I've always liked, I've always liked, comp, uh, you know, a little bit of complexity, um, mm-hmm. where I kind of like it when the cigar changes a little bit. Um, it's flavor profile, like not, not drastically, not like, Okay, what the hell is this? You know, like mm-hmm. right, put a piece of it, you know, in the in the filler or something. But just, but still, like I'd like to, you know, you know what? It's I, I'm in, hitting cream now. Oh, I'm hitting some leather now, man. You know, just um, kind of messages you a little bit. So, um, and overall, like even like some of them, you'll see some, you'll see some thicker, you'll see some veins in the wrapper. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of by design. Like I'd love, I mean, just if you look at everything from the packaging, like the box, the box is very rustic looking. It isn't, it isn't like a, uh, a sticker on there. I mean, that's all silk screen so that it looks old. I mean, that's kind of what I wanted. So that whole rough look of the, of the, um, of the wrapper was, was kind of by design. It isn't, isn't like a clean, like if you guys, have you guys seen, have you guys seen the, um, La Jugada, uh, Glado, which is their new um, mm-hmm. uh, Connecticut uh, cigar from uh, Moya Ruiz, that is probably the cleanest wrapper I've ever seen. It's beautiful, but for this, this that's not exactly what I was I was going for. I was really going for I I want it to look rustic like everything else. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I don't know. I think it works. Heck yeah, man. So, so tell us about the voyage. We haven't talked about the name for the yet. Yeah, sure. So the name of the company is Baracoa, right? Um, and Baracoa is a city on the east coast of Cuba that was the first spot that Christopher Columbus landed, November 1492, um, when, he got, when he got to Cuba. And this is all like in his, in his journal that there's, a, there's like a Mesa Mountain um, in the in the background of the bay of of Baracoa. So if you're looking at the box, uh, there's there's three coins. On the left is is the is the mountain that I'm talking about. That's El Yunque, uh, which is the mountain that he describes. And then obviously on the the right is 1492 when he discovered it. 
So um, I kind of wanted to tie everything into to that. So for me, Christopher Columbus finding the new world, you know, a.k.a. A.J. Fernandez, wasn't really the it, re- it really wasn't the big deal. Like, okay, and I'm not dogging, sorry, I'm not dogging the new world. I think that's amazing stick for six bucks. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But Christopher Columbus finding the new world isn't, for me, isn't the big deal because why? There was people when he got here, right? So, but he, like, if you guys read that presser, he defied conventional wisdom, right? And said, you know what? The earth is round and I'm going to figure this out. So the whole kind of catchphrase is, you know, take the voyage and discover Baracoa. And, um, and it's, you know, it's kind of sets in with the nautical theme of, of Baracoa. And if you look at the Baracoa logo, which, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have it in front of you, it's not on the box or anything, but it's a, you know, it's a compass. Um, and, uh, I think it just, the voyage is just, it's just perfect because that's, that's really my story. You know, Christopher Columbus, yeah, he was a sailor, but to go across the world like that obviously hadn't been done. Um, so for me, and especially in, in my family and in, I, you know, I don't come from a long line of tobacco growing right. cigar, cigar rolling people. So for me, it was a voyage to discover something new. And I don't, I don't even know what's going to happen when I get to that side. Sure. Um, hmm. But it was a passion that I have just like he had. Um, and, uh, and well, here we are. And, uh, and I, I took it. So, um, yeah. now, what, what else La Aurora what else do they make so they make um, I mean I know they have uh, their own stuff but yeah they also make Miami Cigar Company right yeah so they That's do the it. Nestor Miranda stuff okay um, yeah. <laughs> and Mukau yeah, they remember <laughs> us uh oh I gotta hear this story later but yes. uh, they also do the <laughs> they do the Viva Republica stuff so like um, yeah uh, right. advanced mm-hmm. warfare mm-hmm. And, and stuff like that and then they there's a there's a bunch of other private labels that they do uh, mm-hmm. that aren't that aren't exactly um, you know publicized, but they they do a billion cigars a year. Dude, they're huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I just smoked and I got a sample of the La Aurora Broadleaf from the show. Oh yeah, phenomenal. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, that was wow. really good. What a cigar! That was really good. Very good. Yeah. Is that the I new the new Preferidos or is that a different one? No, it's so I think it's just like a well, the ones I got were like a small Robusto, I think. Yes, uh, yeah, they were like a Corona ish, Corona Gorda, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was awesome. But yeah, it was very, very yeah, good. Yeah, they're really good. But so, yeah, I mean, the, re- the reason for going with them, too, as well, I mean, I could have went with like a smaller factory. Um, but my issue, my issue with that is like, this is my first thing. You know, I don't have tons of friends in the industry. You know, I don't have an mm-hmm. uncle that owns anything. But, you know, that consistency. Mm-hmm. is very important you guys know that right if you got a box of 20 you, you can't have 10 different cigars in there so right. yep. i knew that i could work with them and those guys are professional enough to take care of me um right. for, from first cigar to the next you know however many years you know the, the voyage is out right so i think it's great very cool cow you still with us buddy yes sir ah shit <laughs> uh, sorry guys still here <laughs> so, um danny so i know you kind I of had a totally unrelated question when oh. i got cut off earlier i don't know if you want oh, to yeah. keep going let's hear it go for it man sir you want to go back 
Let's do it. Is that? <laughs> One it, of the things I'm curious on. <laughs> am I losing it again? It, it knows when he's going to ask it. something and it just cuts out. It's like, oh, cow's yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> something fucking stupid's about to be said. <laughs> <laughs> you guys set this up. <laughs> Every right. time he talks, cut it out. Go, go, cow. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, you were talking Save the Leaf earlier. And it's really interesting to me that we've had like a, a solid, or it seems like a solid legal response, but on the consumer front, not a whole lot's happened, right? We had not much besides Save the Leaf and a petition that didn't seem to do a heck of a lot. What do you think the, that consumers can be doing or should be doing, and why haven't we done anything? Yeah, so, you know, that that's kind of like always a question that's come up, you know, like, you know, well, why, you know, why didn't the, why didn't the petition do better? And, you know, why, why isn't anyone doing anything? So there's, there's this kind of arbitrary number, but it seems to be pretty, it, it seems to be correct for the most part that like 80% of cigar smokers aren't on social media. Mm-hmm. So hmm. when we're going through, when we're going to stores, especially in this area and, you know, the FDA is right here. I mean, I, I live 20 minutes from there <coughs> and a lot of shop owners had no idea. A lot of them, and we're talking shop owners now. We're not even at the consumer level. Yes. Uh, shop owners are like, oh, yeah, there's going to be like some new tax, right? Or you got to be 21 to buy cigars or something, right? That's what it is. I'm like, dude, <laughs> no, like sit down True. for a minute. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, I think that's kind of the biggest. I mean, obviously the FDA isn't going to you know, put this on Fox news and say, Hey, this is what we're doing now. You know? Um, right. So I think, I think awareness is probably the biggest thing uh, that that's kind of what save the leaf was trying to do. But let's say, <clears throat> let's say you have consumers that are now aware, right? Like what can they do? Well, let's, let's get in, let's write your Congressman mm-hmm. is, is, is a big thing that you can do. Um, support the, well, you guys can't, I guess they can't support the IPCPR, but they can support, the CRA, right, and and you know become members there and help them with that lawsuit, um, but just and then build that awareness and 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 get on social media and you know, mm-hmm. um, and th- I mean that that's really that's really where we are now is getting Congress aware of what's going on and how many jobs can be lost um, in the U.S. and in Central and South America. Let me let me add a little something to that too, Danny. Um, if I may, sure, sure. If you if you get because uh, you know a lot of the congressmen will send you back like a boiler boilerplate response. Don't get discouraged because no matter what, if enough people are writing about the same thing, they're gonna take notice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether they just brush it off or you know you get one or two inquiries about the same thing you're gonna be like yeah whatever you get 100 200 300 of people saying the same thing um you're starting to be like wait what are they even you know is this a big deal to people because you know what unless you're involved in things it's not a big deal to you you know what i mean like exactly you know and so if it becomes a big deal to you then obviously you educate yourself more you learn more it's like you know if we're occasional cigar smokers what do we care what region of nicaragua uh, a rapper is from but once you get really into cigars, you're like, man, I notice I really start to like Jalapa wrappers. I really like Connecticut Broadleaf wrappers. You know, right. so the more educated you are, the more um, and more educated you make other people, um, the more it will make for an effective response to all of this. 
So just keep banging away at it. And I, and I will tell you guys, even on a retail level, um, I could tell you that probably anywhere from 75 to 80% of our customers had no idea there was even an FDA regulation on August 8th. Yep. We live, I, and we, we, you know, Danny, we talk about this too, like amongst ourselves, like me, Cal, Drew, and our buddy Dave from Cigar Noise, you know, that we really live in a cigar bubble. We don't realize, because we're kind of like, you know, hey, we're cigar nerds, okay? We really, right. <laughs> we just are. And so this stuff matters to us. But if you're an occasional cigar smoker, even hell, you smoke a couple cigars a week, but you're not really into the culture of cigars, this right. shit doesn't matter to you. It doesn't even register on your radar, you yep, know? exactly. So um, it's not going to be easy, but you guys are definitely on the right track. Well, yeah, and I appreciate it. And, I mean... And, and like I've said before, like uh, on other stuff and to other people, like for me personally, and I know Ryan kind of shares the same thing, is at the end of the day, if the FDA wins and everything, you know, half the industry goes away or, you know, whatever it is, I can sleep at night and say, I tried something. Right. And I didn't just sit back and say, well, you know, let's let's see what these people can do for us. Or, mm-hmm. you know, let's hope this goes away. Like, no, and we, I put my best foot forward and, mm-hmm. um, and I, I tried, I tried. Yep. But so, um, and you know, big shout out to like everyone that, that really donated to that. I mean, it was great. Um, like I said, Gurkha, Drew Estate, um, uh, Caldwell, Taranio, uh, Everybody, um, and I, I know I'm missing. I'm missing a million people. Uh, I can go get. I can go get my Dallas. t-shirt. I, I can go get my t-shirt. Read the names off the back if that'll help you. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah those guys. You know, those guys yeah. came through for sure. Um, yeah. And um, you know, Gurk. Uh, well, I said Gurk. Gurk is on there, but um, it was just. It was just great to you know get that support one way or another. Um, and 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 shout out to everybody that that came out and supported and bought raffle tickets and you know. Did the whole thing, man. It was great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we, as you know, if you've listened to a couple of podcasts, we play uh, play a little game, Drewfus. Stash Trash Ash. We, uh, we, okay. want your, okay. we want your top three cigars of all time first. Oh, jeez. Anything. Uh, you anything. know, I'm, I'm that guy that goes to the, the – I'll, I'll go to the same humidor every week or every other day and still not know what I want. Um, so wow so what is it so you want just the top three not stats trash top top three Uh, top three man so you know what's really good I just and I you know I won't be able to do a top three but I'll give you you three really good ones that I've had that the velvet rat I just had um, I just had it for the first time Mm -hmm. from Drew State that was really, really good. I was, I, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting that. I just, I really wasn't. Um, but I, I, I liked it. Um, Which and that, was that's suck? really, not suck. But no, I I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> I didn't think it was gonna be as good as you know everyone kind of claimed it because I, I've had yeah. some other ones that everyone yeah. raves about, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see the Padron 50th in oh, na- oh no yeah. I'm lying the Padron 50th is great but the Padron 90th in natural oh. was really good but the Padron 50th 
I, uh, I have those whenever I can. And I actually just did it the other day with some Pappy Tenure, um, which was really, really good. And then and, uh, number three, um, it's a great cigar. So Which one? Which one? So you're breaking up. The Lost City. Lost City. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, the open stick. Lost City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But These are some baller choices right here. Dude, I told you, I'm, I'm bougie when I come to pick, but, you know, there, there's, there's a ton of stuff that I really, I really like. <laughs> I'm bougie. So, I'm bougie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. so we can still do stash, trash, or ash with the three. Stash one, trash one, ash one. Oh, I can't trash the three that I just... I can't trash any of the three. <laughs> He's, um, he, he chooses to commit suicide, slit his own wrist. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so Ash means I smoke it, right? Yes, so, sir. Um, I'd stash the 50th and Ash the, the Lost City. Awesome. Um, and I... Shit, if I got a, if I got a toss one, I guess it would be the Velvet Wrap, but that's, that's like, tough to do, especially since you got people paying like hundred dollars for one of them Jesus. oh geez yeah <laughs> moo cow you still Look. with us what's that dude you broke up or yeah. i've been breaking up there you are <laughs> you got you got questions cow i got i got tons of questions <laughs> bring it text them to me and i'll ask <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh no, really. You're so one have question to. that um, is, I've heard a lot of folks say that they had trouble getting boxes and bands now. Did you have any trouble getting your boxes and bands all set up for your cigars? Oh, God, yeah. Like, so the bands, not so much. Um, <laughs> the bands, not so much. Cigar Band Man out of Miami came through for me. It was, it was great. Now, the boxes, yeah, I got slowed down. So, like, my Toros, I was actually – my Toros were – Kind of the same deal. I got a bunch of boxes. I got a few, I'm sorry, a few boxes shipped to me just to be, you know, to be able to beat the August 8th and, and get them in for my launch. Um, but for the most part, the the rest of the boxes were delayed because IPCPR, you know, they, they were just, they had so many orders and so much new stuff that, you know, they told me, um, they said, okay, three weeks. And I was like, okay, you know. I can live with that. And it turned into, um, it turned into, I haven't gotten the rest yet. So, <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, I'm still waiting. Um, but it, it should be actually, it should get the, the rest of the Toros this week. Um, <clears throat> this week coming, I'm sorry, next, next, the following week coming. So, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how boxes are designed or if box design, if there are box design, even on existing boxes, if, they're changed uh, once the labeling goes into effect, and if it does go into effect, you know, right? Like, like, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to like design my box to where the label's not gonna cover wherever I have something, mm-hmm. if that makes right. sense. No, no, you know what I mean. And yeah. So, so mm-hmm. I mean, I think what the plan is now, from you know, from guys I've talked to, and you know, my plan with my design team. Uh, uh, my uh, sorry, cigar package design is to design design the the warnings into the into the design of the box, right? Mm-hmm. So um, maybe you know whether if it's flourishes around where the warning labels are, 
or, you know, even potentially like we talked about, and maybe I'm giving some secrets away here. Some people that hadn't thought about it, but you know, whatever, um, you know, does, you know, why not silk screen the labels into your box and mm-hmm. just make it look nice. And then that way it doesn't <laughs> right. look like a, you know, like a white label, you know, like what uh, label maker that you put on there. So, right. Right. Um, there, there's always somebody that's going to say, you know what, I got an idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, right. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, that's like, whatever. I don't care. I, I don't care about the, <laughs> the warning labels. Cause you know, everyone's going to, no one's going to look at my boxes with a bunch of label, 30% labels on it and be like, Oh, what an idiot. Why did he put these labels on it like that? Everybody's going to say like, Oh yeah, he had to put those damn labels on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, the only reason I bring it up is, well, a couple different reasons, but one of the funny ones that I always find is I cannot tell you how many people come to our shop and want cigar boxes because oh, yeah. of how ornate they are, because of how beautiful they are. And then, and I love it how they get picky about it too. <laughs> oh, do you have a nicer one? Like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, I'm going to need this shit for free. <laughs> but, um, but, but, you know, uh, it, it's interesting because, um, you, you, it is an art form and, and to me, uh, it just sucks. I mean, you know, like, I, man, yeah. we have a, my father, the Garcia Garcia. I mean, that box is unreal. Yeah. How just beautiful it is. Yeah. Uh, the cigar, eh, but the box is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm a my father guy, so for me not to like that cigar. That, but, um, yeah, man, it just sucks. But, yeah, I was just curious to see if uh, that was going to impact your plans or anything. Um. I mean, if you look at the box of the Voyage, I mean, there, there's really nothing on it other than the front, you know. So, you know, if I have to put the stuff on the side or or whatever, um, I, I get it. Yeah, it's gonna, it's not gonna look that pretty. You know, the only other thing is, you know, if it, if it is a, a real white label that's on there, and let's say a customer came in and they just wanted the empty box, then they, maybe they could peel it off. I mean, right? I, yeah, knock yeah. yeah. so, yourself out. Yeah. Yep. So you know, go ahead and do that. So, but yeah, I mean. But at the end of the day, you know, we, we pick our battles, you know. So if they said, you know, we'll get rid of all the FDA, you know, all the regulation stuff, but you got to put 50% of your box has to be labeled. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm down. Let's, let's do it, yeah. you know. So, um, how, so yeah. How, how, many, uh, how many different Vitolas do you have? Uh, just two. So um, the Robusto at a 5.5 by 50. I'm sorry, 5 by 50. And then the Toro is a 5.5 by uh, 54. Is this uh what Corojo, what country is the Corojo from? It's is Dominican it Domi- as well. Okay, is it a is this a Dominican puro? No, no, because mm. the uh, so we got a Nicaraguan filler, a Dominican and Nicaraguan filler, and then okay. Ecuadorian binder. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of everything. So, yeah, yeah, a real a real true blend for sure. <laughs> mm. So if somebody wanted to buy your cigars, where and how could they do that? Soon? Uh so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't remember the, well, so there's like TNT cigars, but we can go to, if, if you went to, uh, Baracoa cigar B-A-R-A-C-O-A cigar com, There's a tab that says where to buy. Um, and there's a couple, there's a few shops on there, uh, and a couple that are online retailers. Um, so there, but, uh, one of them is like Heights cigar yep. out of Tampa. And then there's TNT cigars out of, um, Arizona, Arizona, that is, um, they're actually four stores. Um, their online store is called TNT, and then they're called Cigar Warehouse, their actual brick and mortar. Um, cool. 
and then mm-hmm. soon at, at Mo's store, it'll be there. I think. I think it was you were saying. I'm just kidding. But uh, oh my! Oh mine! Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we can talk about that. Yeah, man, we'll we'll talk. We'll put you on the spot to no, but uh, yeah. So dick. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But uh, yeah, you know, slowly but surely, I, I'm growing it out there. So. Um, <coughs> It's, it's been a fun ride so far. So, you know, I'm excited uh, where I'm at and, you know, where it's going. And to think that, you know, the, the launch, you know, the cigar really only launched two months ago. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think things are much better than anticipated. So, uh, going great. What's the uh, what's the price point on the two? Uh, so, right now, the Robusto is at, at $10 MSRP. And the Toros at ten fifty MSRP. Okay, very cool. So, yeah, I mean, I and I, I got, I gotta say, I think I, I think it's worth it. You know, I think I think that's a pretty accurate um, price point for the quality of tobacco that that goes in it, especially especially the wrapper uh, and binder. They're 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 just it's just not cheap tobacco. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't run of the mill. Uh, this is stuff mm-hmm. that had been sitting had been um, fermenting and, and, and aging for for a little while already, so um, I think I think it's great. I'm so that brings me to something that you were talking about before, where you were saying in about six months you thought this thing would be smoking even better. What makes you think that? I just how do you, how do you decide that? So I know because of my I know because of my samples, right? So oh. from my from my first set of samples that were that were good were enough to keep me interested and not want to change the, the, the blend to my last set of samples that sat for 10, 11 months more. Um, I said, you know, this was it. So obviously production doesn't start until you give the okay, um, on the, on the last sample, they're not going to make you 10,000 cigars. So, uh, and I wasn't going to go forward until I approved that sample. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, what ha- what kind of happens is I approve that sample. They say okay. The FDA thing comes out. Everyone in the industry goes nuts to get their stuff out, um, and that slowed down production to me. So, um, you know, they don't have that full six months six, or six to eight months extra like I, I I would like it to have, or that I think you know find that sweet spot. Um, so it's just. That's just me. I mean, some people like it right now. Some people think it needs age, and I think it's great right now. But I, I just can't, I can't wait for, you know, I don't know what December, to go right. and, and really see. I said last night too. I said it was good, but it, it would be better with some age, a little bit, a little bit longer. Yeah. So I said that last night. And I mean, there's a ton of cigars like that. You know, it's like, oh, man, yeah. this is, you know, this is really good. But you know, let let's see how it is or. This is really great now, and then all of a sudden you smoke it again later. It's like holy hell, it's even you know, it's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a la a la Opus X, you know. Again, um, <laughs> yeah. again, I'm I'm not comparing the Opus X. You know, I'm not that I'm not that arrogant, but it's kind of the same kind of the same idea. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's interesting because we were talking a little bit about you know the aging process and things like that. So one of the big things like our shops do is we're big on our vintage collection. You know, we have a lot of vintage cigars that we age, that we have in vintage humidors, all that. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, it it's like, man, there are some cigars that get worse. <laughs> and then there are some that get better. And then right. there are some that just, you know, they were good when they came out and they're still good. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's just, man, it's just like, it's so tough. Is like, even from like a consumer perspective too, like, man, what's going to get better? What do I hold on to? What's like my everyday today cigar cigar cigar? Right, um, right. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, m- my thing is if somebody's buying your cigars and they're aging them, that's almost like the ultimate compliment because your shit's good enough for them to hold on to it. It's not an right. everyday smoke. I mean, not that there's anything bad with that. They're still buying it if it's an everyday smoke. But you right. know you hit a different level, I feel like, if guys are aging your stuff because, you know, if that makes sense. Taking up space at the house. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's no, taking up space. That's right. Right, exactly. No, man, and, and that that is an interesting way of looking at it. You know, um, uh, absolutely. And um, I, I think I think that it could, I mean, it's, it's 10 it depends. Okay, it depends on you know where you're at in life, I guess. But ten dollars sure. could could or not be could or could not be an everyday smoke. Right. Uh, but I I like to think it is at least you know especially like the robusto size. Um, right. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, if someone said you know I like this, I want I want this to sit in my humidor, and I you know I, I hold it that near and dear or that special that mm, it's gonna, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. exactly that's what I mean by it. Yeah. Now, if yeah, if you put the monetary thing in the play. But yes, it becomes a whole different story, sure. Uh, but I'm saying from a pure how I view the cigar perspective, mm-hmm. right. I guess. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But, man, um, yeah, I don't know. I did get to meet uh, Klaus Kellner this week. Okay. Um, came by the shop, uh, the son of Henke. Talked, right. uh, talked shop with him about David off cigars. That was a pretty cool experience. That dude, I mean, his brother also has the Kellner Boutique Factory, which they make stuff. Out of the DR, which is pretty good stuff. Um, I've heard I've heard great things. Uh, but so man, it's been it's been a cool week, man. Getting to talk to you. Last week we talked to Carson. Uh, got to meet Klaus. So this is awesome, man. Yeah, this is what it's about. The, sorry to sorry to end it bad for you. Yeah, fuck hell, well, yeah. <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, do you have any? I don't. I know it's your birthday. You're it's you're also an hour ahead of us, so we don't want to keep you too long. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to say? Uh, I think we talked about. And how could people reach you via social media and stuff? Oh uh, yeah. So um, Facebook, if you can find me on there. Um, I don't. I don't know what my settings are. I think you got to be friend of a friend, but I can change that stuff. But um, uh, Twitter is at uh, the Dan Vasquez. And then uh, Instagram is the underscore Dan underscore Vasquez. Because the guy that has the Dan Vasquez on Instagram won't give it up. And it's really <laughs> driving me crazy. He has no posts, no friends, and he won't answer me. And I'm, Instagram, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's ways to coerce him. Yeah, but Instagram won't, won't hook me up. and <laughs> I, He won't answer myself. But anyway, yeah. Um, so I'm a lot bigger on Instagram than I am Twitter and obviously much bigger on Facebook than I am anywhere else. But uh, – yeah, and uh, the Dan Vasquez on Snapchat. Been trying to do that, but my Uh-oh. kids hate that I'm on that. So. <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> awesome. Drew? Um, man, that's all I got. Cal's got more, I'm sure. Well, I mean, no. I think that was oh. most of what I wanted to hit. Yep. What do you think, what do you think your cigar is going to be like in five years? Oh, man, I'm so... The, like if I, if I set it down for a long time, 
Okay, so like, oh, you mean like this release? Like if you if you yeah, if, set... I, if I take one of those ones that you sent and I put it down for five years, what's that gonna right. taste like? Man, that's a. I have no idea. I mean, it, what kind of I, fucking I think... question is that? Jeez, <laughs> I mean, I, th- I, th- I I'm think. I'm just curious, I, man. I don't know. I mean, I I'm hoping that the the flavors will all you know maybe that pepper and cream will, will blend together a little better and, and mild out, but I, I don't see it doing much more. Uh, I don't think that six months from now is going to be much different than five years from now. Um, uh, maybe you'll lose, maybe, you know, maybe it'll, it'll just mellow out a little more. It won't, won't be as, uh, be more on the medium, you know, mild to medium side than it would, you know, medium side now, but I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Kyle, what did you think he was going to answer? Well, I think it's going to taste like shit in five years. It's going to be shit. Yeah, what did you, what did you want to smoke it now? Yeah. <laughs> smoke it now. Don't hang on to that. I'm just curious, man. Dude knows stuff about cigars. You know, seems to have aged some stuff. I'm just curious. Kyle. <laughs> Love you, baby. <laughs> My original thought smoking this is that I think it would probably be even better in two or three years. That doesn't... I, I do think it could do some pretty interesting things with some age. So I was curious if he thought so, too. <laughs> it what made the... me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, what you get. <laughs> what the? What do you? And, and the last last question, um, and for me anyway, who does it? Who who's your target audience? Who 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 does this appeal to? What are they smoking today? Right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not very niche. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'm going after like. I keep bringing him up, like the Caldwell guys, because you know he's kind of he's kind of out there with, kind of his blending tactics and stuff like that. But um, I'm I'm looking for like that same age crowd. Um, even though I've had it, you know, I don't know. Just like your your guy that just likes the the full, you know, the medium the medium body, but the full tobacco flavor mm-hmm. experience. So. Um, I mean, if you like like the Room 101, like an Uncle Lee was some, this is like one of my favorite cigars too. Which, man, I should, probably should have said that in the top three. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually, I actually like the Uncle Lee better than I do the Velvet Rat. So there you go, we change that. But you know, guys that like that flavor, that flavor profile, not necessarily mm-hmm. guys that say, you know, oh well, guys that smoke, you know, Padron or Rockies or you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I like Bradleys and stuff like that. But just guys that look for that same flavor profile of like, I like. Um, I like consistency, but I, I like the tobacco. I like the tobacco to kind of change a little bit or complexity. Really, that that's what the word I'm looking for. Guys, so, so like an Illusioni. Illusioni yeah. is really good at yeah. that. I, yeah, perfect. That'd be a good example. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, not not even like, and obviously the cigar is not on the on the full side of like Roma Craft or anything like that. Right. But guys that kind of like that same flavor profile, but maybe not as strong. Like, you okay. know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like Tab Black, um, Luzioni. That's that's kind of, to me, with your description, that's kind of the crowd you're going for. Yeah. Yeah, that like makes sense. Like a guy who's going to smoke an Epernay, a guy who's going to smoke a Tab Black, or even a brown label Tat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Those guys, because that's more of a, a full flavor, medium body. Those are, a lot of those are full flavor, medium body. Type. That's kind of how I feel with your cigar too, but the flavor is very good. And I agree with those guys. I think a little time to sit these bad boys around, they're going to be pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Anything else? 
Okay, Moo Cow. Anything you'd like to say, Danny? Anything else, man? Oh, me? Yeah, um, yeah. No, just, you know, thank you guys for, you know, the opportunity and um, for smoking it and, you know, give me, give me the feedback. Um, and I really like what you guys are doing on the show, man. It's really cool stuff. I listen for Thanks, sure. I, I, I subscribe. Awesome, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get a review and, up. Uh, to... and, uh, and, Danny, when we're done, don't hang up because we'll tell you the story about the, uh, <laughs> our, our experience in the Miami Cigar Company booth. <laughs> sure absolutely <laughs> cool man happy birthday thanks for being on <laughs> moo cow go fuck right. yourself thanks for the smokes dude this is really cool yes thank oh, you you're welcome and my pleasure thank you for listening to the salt and smoke cigar cast be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms facebook instagram twitter uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>